65 is in theaters now, and it gives us an updated answer to the question, What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! And also Adam Driver! This review is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Go to mintmobile.com slash Merle to get premium wireless starting from 15 bucks a month and stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle here with my review of 65, the new dinosaur thriller in theaters now. The movie is written and directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, who also wrote the first A Quiet Place film, and this is by far their biggest venture as directors, with a budget reported around $90 million before tax rebates. This puts 65 at about five times the cost of A Quiet Place, but also pretty low when you look at the marketplace of a theatrical movie right now, and it also has a producer on board who knows how to work within a budget Sam Raimi is credited as a producer on this film. Adam Driver stars as Mills, an interstellar pilot who crash lands on prehistoric Earth while ferrying passengers in search of other worlds. Just one of those passengers survives, a young girl named Koa, and together they have to rough it to make it to an escape pod several kilometers away, but in their way are the native inhabitants of Earth 65 million years ago, dinosaurs. And I've got to be honest, I never really had Adam Driver versus dinosaurs on my movie bingo card, but here we are. 65 wrapped shooting over two years ago, and in addition to ample time for post-production, there was also ample time for studio executives to get nervous that people weren't going to understand what the premise of the movie is, because there's a little bit of a prologue or a setup to the movie where it establishes very clearly on screen that we are meeting Adam Driver, who is on a planet that is definitely not Earth, and then we have the inciting incident for the film, and then the title card drops about 15 minutes in, and it says 65, and then underneath fades in million years ago and then underneath that it fades in visitors crash landed and then underneath it fades in on earth and then like all of that fades away and then earth stays on screen for like 15 seconds more and you can almost feel the panic and the desperation from the executives they're like oh i don't think they're gonna get it what if they don't know we're on earth it is comical and it's really the embodiment of what studio notes can add to most movies which is subtraction by addition because it becomes very clear where they are and what's happening it's just that the studio executives out there believe that the average moviegoer has the intelligence of you know let's say a spork so they think that everybody needs everything spelled out for them and there's a lot of things that i'm going to take this movie to task for but that's one thing that i can tell is not the fault of the filmmakers it is the fault of studio executives who think that we're all absolute idiots but the idea of one of our most versatile actors choosing to fight dinosaurs on screen is a pretty compelling one. And Adam Driver brings his considerable talent and commitment to this part, as always. And as I have said often on this channel, we stand Adam Driver in this house. And he does what he can with this material, but he's not really given a lot that he can do. Because ironically, when it comes to the two guys who wrote A Quiet Place, it seems their only idea for most of their dinosaur scenes is for them to just jump out and make loud noises. 65 is much more of a survival picture than a dinosaur picture. I like saying picture, it makes me feel like Martin Scorsese. And the dino action scenes are mostly variations on the same thing, a long sequence wondering where the dinosaur is gonna pop out, then the dinosaur popping out, and then a brief scuffle, and then repeat. Much of the drama is centered on the relationship between Mills and Koa, the young survivor, who reminds Mills of the daughter he left back on his home planet. But there's a decision with those characters that I think holds the movie back, and that's for there to be a language barrier between them. 
I get that it establishes the stakes early on and puts an obstacle in their way because it forces them to come up with alternate ways to communicate. But in a movie that's predicated largely on the relationship between these two characters, I think it hurts more than it helps. Because most of the scenes between Mills and Koa as the movie goes on are a variation on the same thing. Mills tries to tell her something, realizes that she doesn't understand, then says it loudly and with more hand signals and hand gestures, and then Koa will repeat back the words that Mills just said as an indication that she kind of understands, and then we move on to the next thing. There's actually a lot of drama that could have been mined between these two if they had been able to really communicate with each other. And, and I guess I get why they made that decision, but I, I think it works more as a liability than an asset. And I think that you rob the story of more drama than you're giving it by putting this obstacle in their way. Outside of the Jurassic franchise, there really aren't that many action movies that feature dinosaurs and even fewer with this specific and I think unique concept. So I guess it's a little frustrating that more isn't done with it. Basically, we get some dinosaur action that's okay, and then the same action hero slash surrogate child relationship that's been done so many times before in movies like Aliens and Terminator 2, why not do something a little more fresh? Or honestly, why even have the kid at all? Just put Adam Driver on a planet surviving dinosaur attacks for a very trim 90 minutes. I do have to give 65 credit here. It's only about an hour and a half long, but even at that length, it feels its length, and I think it's because the movie is so one note. I will say that for a sub $100 million movie, 65 makes impressive use of that budget. A lot of it seems to have been shot practically on location, which allows the visual effects money to go where it belongs to the dinosaurs, and they don't look too bad. The two-year gap since production also seems to have given the effects team enough time to, you know, actually finish the visual effects, which is always a great thing and increasingly a rarity when it comes to big-budget or even mid-budget filmmaking. Story issues with the movie aside, I do hope that more films follow in the mold of 65 in budgeting smartly, shooting practically, and giving their visual effects teams enough time to finish their work. Although those ideas now seem more ancient than the dinosaurs, and most VFX artists are doomed to a career of rapidly trying to outrun the planet-killing asteroid known as the tentpole release date. 65 didn't do preview screenings for critics at all, and it is currently getting pilloried by a lot of other critics. I don't think it's the atrocity that some are saying that it is, but it is certainly the biggest waste of potential that I've seen so far this year. 65 jumped close to the top of my most anticipated list when I first heard about it and based on the early trailers, but there's not much to remember in the execution aside from a ticking clock third act as fate approaches for the dinosaurs and the window for Mills and Koa to escape Earth begins to close rapidly. Otherwise, it's the same jump scare heavy creature feature that we've seen so many times just put into a more unique setting. I think that the idea for 65 works great on paper, but lacks a lot in execution. It definitely cuts a great trailer, and I think if you go in expecting a pretty standard action film, then the fact that it's only about 90 minutes long and that you have talent involved, especially Adam Driver, who I think carries pretty much the entire movie, I don't necessarily think that you're going to be sorely disappointed. Just don't expect to be really impressed either. And with the execution on the film, in my opinion, lacking, and the fact that even with a $90 million budget, I think that 65 will likely underperform at the box office, I also worry that this movie is going to push the mid-budget, non-IP-based theatrical film 
even closer to the brink of extinction. So I would call my opinion of 65 middling at best. I, I don't even really think I can quite recommend it, although I'm not going to tell you to stay away. I think you generally probably know if you're interested in this movie or not. It just doesn't bring anything extra to the table and maybe brings a little bit less than you're expecting. But what do you think? Are you going to head out and see Adam Driver fight dinosaurs? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I want to thank the sponsor for this review, Mint Mobile. Everybody loves having mobile service, but we all hate having to deal with the big wireless companies. Hidden costs, crazy fees, but the answer to those problems is here, and it's called Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. No crazy contracts, no ridiculous promotions, no charges that you don't find out about until you get your bill. I spent months with my last service provider trying to figure out my contract and neither one of us knew what was going on. They couldn't even keep it straight. Everybody had a different answer, but Mint Mobile is so simple, you don't have to try to crack some impossible code just to get what you paid for. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family, and at Mint Mobile, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Get premium wireless from just 15 bucks a month with no unexpected surprises at mintmobile.com slash Merle. That's mint, M-I-N-T, mobile.com slash Merle, M-U-R-R-E-L-L. Seriously, you'll make your wallet very happy at mintmobile.com slash Merle. Thanks to Mint Mobile for sponsoring this review, and thank you for watching it. The Academy Awards are coming up on Sunday night, and if you want to check the description down below, you can find the link to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Merle. I'll be doing a watch-along of the Oscars with all of my patrons over there. You can join starting as low as $2. It doesn't matter what level you join at. You can come and enjoy the Oscars. We'll watch it together. I'd love to have you come be a part of that, and stay tuned right here on the channel. Late Sunday night or early morning, I'll have a full recap, review, and analysis of all the results from the biggest night in Hollywood, or at least what used to be. But it's the biggest night in Hollywood for me, so be sure to stay tuned right here on the channel. Thanks so much for choosing to spend part of your day with me. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye.